New coaches often go looking at other coaches' websites and become worried. Is coaching too saturated? Should I be more like this coach? And some of the sites seem like ghost towns. The content is clearly not current. You might be thinking, will I flame out too? So look, just like all entrepreneurial pursuits, many coaching businesses don't make it. It's definitely not because the coaching field is too saturated. There's plenty of room for you. More likely, it's because the coach lacked determination and didn't do enough to stand out in the crowd. Building and sustaining a coaching business is a creative feat. Let's look at 10 specific things you can do right now and keep doing that will make all the difference and help you become a coach in high demand faster. Find the full episode and more resources for coaches who are serious about their success at prosperouscoach.com slash 261. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing, and don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey, coaches, I encourage you, don't worry about the attrition you see in coaching. What really matters is your courage and conviction. Don't give up. Every problem has a solution, and you are smart enough to find your way. Few things in life will teach you so many meaningful, life-changing things as growing a coaching business. You want to become a coach in high demand. Dwell in that golden place where clients find you and they're ready to enroll. They invest deeply in their futures and you get to do deep, meaningful work with truly inspirational human beings. You absolutely can achieve that if you give it a chance and be strategic in your approach. So here are 10 things all coaches need to do to become a coach in high demand. First, specialize on a narrow coaching audience with a specific big problem and goal. The viability of your audience and niche is the cornerstone of your stability as a coach. If you stand out in the crowd and become well-known by a viable audience, for the way that you serve them, you set yourself up for long-term success. This isn't just something I think, it's something I know. The broader your audience or the more your niche seems like too many other coaches, the less likely you'll gain traction. Number two, implement a strong content strategy that demonstrates your coaching niche. Standing out matters here too. Putting out content that sounds just like every other coach won't help you gain traction, become known and attract followers. You need to do that with a branded podcast, blog, videos, or social posts, or all of those. <laughs> Speak to your audience and contextualize your insights to their world. That makes your audience feel special and understood, which grows trust in you and in your services. Number three, grow unstoppable determination to make it in your coaching business. This is about character. 
Will you summon drive and not let anything stop you? Will you believe in yourself and this calling even if there's no proof that you will make it? I talked about this in episode 258, so check that out if you haven't seen that before. Coaches that have staying power and big followings are solidly on their path. They're not going all over the place trying lots of different things and being scattered. And that doesn't mean they don't need a break or to find some new inspiration sometimes. Number four, take daily high payoff actions that require courage. A high payoff action is the one that will make you squirm. Coaches who do the hard things until they are no longer hard grow huge comfort zones and enjoy the challenge. Number five, have patience for yourself and your coaching business. The first 18 months after launch is a critical time because it's during that time you're most likely to give up. Patience is absolutely required. Without it, you'll live day-to-day in disappointment and give up before you've gotten started. I'm often surprised by the ones who drop out. They're highly intelligent and seem to have all the right stuff, but sometimes they're just not in it to win it. So set your intentions every day and you'll win whatever you want to in good time. Number six, value your time highly as a professional coach. Act as if you are already in high demand. Right now, act as if. If I had learned this lesson earlier, I would have saved myself years of earning poorly. I love seeing my VIP clients make this mindset shift and realize their worth even before they launch. So also choose wisely where you put your time and energy. Control your calendar and pinpoint your efforts. Set up and hold boundaries. Be a professional. It's so easy to get distracted and overwhelm yourself with opportunities that aren't the right opportunities. I talked about this in episode 218. It's about people-pleasing. A lot of people who are coaches are people-pleasers naturally because you care about people, but it's a trap and it can keep you from growing your business. Number seven, Charge high prices that pay you well. Graduate from student mode quickly. Stop charging by the session or month and develop a signature program. Become known for that signature program. Charge fees that allow you to work with fewer clients each year. Now that might seem counterintuitive to you to coach less people, but it's about having a good life to go with your thriving business. Number eight, develop a platform for your coaching business. A platform is a stage that allows you to reach people, to get in front of people in an easier way. I was lucky. I was asked to train at Coach Training Alliance and to rewrite their curriculum. This put me in front of hundreds of coaches that wanted my help to build their business. And it still does. I feel so grateful for that opportunity. As you network to reach your specific target audience, And because you've specialized, some organization or center of influence might notice you and help your star rise. That is where you get your bread and butter clientele. Number nine, help your clients achieve critical results. If your clients are satisfied that you're worth the investment, you'll earn referrals. 
Over time, that could mean you rarely have to market in any way. Professionalism and a sense of authority are strong attractors. Number 10, ask for and share gratitude for referrals. I used to think any happy client would refer other clients, but it's not true. Some people are just so busy and they're not oriented around being a resource for others. So you have to ask for referrals and not just once if you need them. And be sure to thank your previous clients for sending you more ideal clients. So these 10 things help you become a coach in high demand, where you have a steady flow of ideal prospects who follow you. And as you nurture them over time, many of them will become your most ideal clients. Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome, and it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.